heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. By the time the majority of the country figures out what is really going on here, it will be too late, my fellow Americans. The takedown of Donald Trump is no coincidence that it correlates with the dismantling of the American Republic. I would also go as far as saying that I think people are in shock. Pundits are in shock. Attorneys are in shock. World leaders are in shock. They're in shock that the takedown of America is happening in broad daylight. It is Malcolm Eddy. Welcome into the voice of a nation. Well, listen, many will argue that the country doesn't fall on one man's shoulders. And while that may be true, my fellow Americans, the difference in this case is a Trump is being used as a lesson for those who would step out of line in the future. When you look at the cast of characters and candidates in the GOP debates, uh, you can see ties to globalists and you can see big pack money everywhere and you can see that the establishment has their hands all over this cast of players. You remember when Trump ran, he didn't, they didn't have any of that big money, the corporate money, the financial money, the PAC money, none of that was part of his operation, uh, which was to the uh, surprise of many, actually, for someone. But he ran on his own platform, and uh, that's why he didn't have the uh, special interest buyouts that most of these uh, people have. Uh, the big news here today is this. The federal court date has been set now, and it's been set for March 4th, 2024. And these uh, these are on the charges that uh, Trump conspired to uh, subvert, if you will, the 2020 election. And uh, the argument is that this was a disruption to the peaceful transfer of power. Now, we don't need to relitigate January 6th and all that transpired there. Enough's been said about that. But now it's the moment of truth and what happens next. So here's the rub on all this. The U.S. District Judge Tanya Chukin, uh, her decision sets the trial right in the middle of the uh, Republican presidential primaries. And this is the day before Super Tuesday, in fact, that this thing happens. Uh, Hard to imagine, but that is the case. Uh, Of course, there's not going to be any consideration that he's running for president again or running for anything for that matter, especially when, you know, the the, uh, position here is to tie Trump up in all of this litigation. And they're doing a swell job of that, frankly. Now, you have to remember this Judge Tanya Chuckin. She is an appointee from Barack Obama, if that gives you some example of her thinking and her political stripes. So you can know full well where she falls in on all of this. Now, Special Counsel Jack Smith, he was proposing that the trial date start in January. Uh, That's right, January 24. 
uh, pretty aggressive for what they've just handed over uh, to Trump's attorneys, which we'll talk about in a moment. That would have meant jury selection would have been happening in December, uh, for sure, of uh, 2023 here. Uh, Trump's team said the trial should be pushed back. They wanted April 2026 after the presidential election, if you will. That's what they were looking for there. Obviously, that's too much of a risk when you're trying to take the man out. Uh, There's too many unknowns, and they don't want this to be left to the American people to do self-harm to themselves again. So this is where they are. That's the whole purpose of this, where you've got a multi-prong attack, uh, which is what I spoke about over the weekend on Viewpoint. Uh, If one thing doesn't stick, surely something will stick. You know, it's that old saying, if you throw so much shit against the wall, some of that is going to stick there pretty well. That's what's transpired here, to be sure. But that's why there's a full pile on here. Uh, It's all purposeful for what they want to accomplish. And again, really, I've started thinking more about this one man's shoulders that a lot of people comment on, like bigger than life, larger than life, that kind of thing. It's it's, he is a perfect situation. Uh, He's in a perfect situation to be used as an example for others who would, I, I do believe this now, that would dare step out of line. And when you look at all of this, of what's transpiring here and all, where all the tea leaves are in this election and the candidates involved and all, I think you can come to pretty well that conclusion. Trump never played by the rules, people. He never played by any rules. He, he, was, a, he was an outsider in every sense of the word. Everything he brought to the table, everything. Everything. He was a clear outsider. He just didn't fit in to the narrative, to the national narrative in what they wanted. I know it sounds as a bit of a conspiracy for sure. And that is a conspiracy to take Trump out. That is, it is a, it is a uh, complicated but well thought out plan. That, that is for certain. So Judge uh, Chuckin says here, uh, the proposals of those two dates are very far apart and neither of them is acceptable, she says. So, okay, so on one hand, you have, you know, April 2026, which is where Trump team says, which was after the presidential election, which was always going to be a long shot, frankly. Okay, but, you know, you reach for the sky and see what happens, right? The other one uh, with Jack Smith, uh, January 2024, was insane for the complexities of this sort of a case. So if you were doing somewhere in the middle of those two dates and you see the map on that, right? Well, that clearly would have been, I mean, what? late 2024, early 2025, whatever, somewhere in that hemisphere, maybe, of thinking? Not to be. Instead, she gave it uh, to the prosecution and chose March 4th, 2024. So she couldn't, you know, she said neither of them. So what's happened is Chuckin's playing the game here, which is what she's going to do all the way through. She knows all eyes are on her. 
And she knows she's going to have to be super careful what she says, what she does uh, for others to weigh in and, you know, for this thing to be more exposed than what it already is. I mean, she knows all this. So follow her words. You know, these proposals are obviously very far apart, she says. Neither of them is acceptable. I mean, that's just, it's a BS line. It's a throwaway line. And she then gives it to the prosecution. Basically, she couldn't give January, but she'll give March. Like, what difference does that make? As Hillary Clinton would ask, right? What difference does it make? Well, in that particular case, not a hell of a lot. In Benghazi, it made quite a difference, but not here so much. But, you know, there was no middle ground here. I mean, wake up, people. There's no middle ground. This judge has already drawn a line of the sand. And she's already indicating what she's going to do. But again, she's an appointee of Barack Obama. I mean, come on. I mean, Barack Obama is the ultimate Marxist. I mean, we know what he's up to. I mean, this is a fact. And it's here. And, and she showed her hands right here up front. It gets a whole lot more interesting, to be sure. So the uh, attorneys for Trump uh, clearly cited the large amount of discovery, <laughs> to say the least, in a case as well as Trump's ongoing legal issues in other jurisdictions. Uh, which brings me uh, to really a big point I want to make right now. And we'll, we'll get to that evidence and what they've thrown at Trump's legal team. But let me get to the the, the bigger point here I want to make with you all, please. Um, and uh, Trump's ongoing legal issues I'm talking about in other jurisdictions a moment, okay? Now... And this is the big point of the conversation we want to have today, friends. Um, so Trump faces, uh, beyond, beside this, three other massive criminal cases. Now, for any one of us or for anybody out there, please understand what we're dealing with here. One indictment of any one of these would be a lifelong endeavor for any potential human being, any possible human being, one of these cases would be would be a huge milestone for any professional, any politician, any executive. It, I mean, it has the means that it could take you right out of the game and lock you up forever, change your life immediately. And... You know, and that's left in the hands of uh, of a jury and a judge and the decisions that are making along the way. And we already know Lady Justice is not blind. We know that's been discovered already. We know this. Everybody knows it. Democrats, Republicans, Independents, and the Communists surely know it. Everybody knows she's not blind. She knows what the hell is going on. She knows what she's doing. And she knows how she's dismantling the nation. The Department of Justice is as corrupt as any corrupt and third world cesspool that exists on this planet, to be sure. 100%. There is no doubt in that statement. None. Everything we have seen. And I can't believe, frankly, that everybody is taking this lying down with a grain of salt. Everybody across, I don't care what their political stripe is. And these Democrats who walk around with their head up their backside, 
They're going to find out in short order what happens down the road here. They're going to find out. They're going to find out what I said to you up front and the opening sequence of that. By the time the majority of the country figures out what's really going on, it will be too late. And that is the whole purpose of this takedown of Trump. It's not like he's some folk hero or some Superman or what have you. I mean, listen, he may have a coat of armor at this point. I don't know of any other human being at the moment, and potentially you don't either, who could take this sort of incoming onslaught warfare, lawfare against them is about impossible. And that's what concerns me the most, actually. And I'll tell you right now in full confession, I... I don't see how Trump weathers this storm, people. I hate to report the the news of the moment, but as I look at all of this now today with you, I I, I don't I don't see how he weathers this storm. It would be a pure miracle. It would take a series of miracles. It would take an intervention. It would take a parting of the Red Sea moment. It would take uh, it would take intervention from God Almighty. I don't see how this many miracles could happen. So we're only in the early start of this right now. We're only in the early start. People really don't. Everybody thinks Trump is, you know, it's made of cast iron. And but this man has got to be crumbling inside. Make no mistake about it. I thought about that a lot as well in recent times here. And he has to be crumbling inside. He would never let that show out into the public or his personal space for that matter. But uh, it's hard to imagine any human being who could take this sort of uh, incoming lawfare and survive. And that's part of the game plan here. They know what they're doing. Clearly. It's obvious, people. It's totally obvious. And we're seeing something that's... Uh, is beyond historical. It's uh, And it's right out in the light of day, as I say, which is why I said to everybody, shocked. Even our adversaries and our world leaders are shocked, I am certain, as to what's going on in the United States of America right now. There's no doubt in my mind. You know? So these other cases, he's got the state prosecutions in New York and Georgia, and he's got the federal prosecution in South Florida. And that one's in the in the uh, the handling of the classified documents at Mar-a-Lago, by the way. Okay. Now the New York trial was scheduled to start in March, uh, beginning on the twenty fifth year, and the trial in Florida was set for May. But the judge in the Georgia case, in which Trump was arrested, booked, and released. Uh, he has yet to schedule the proceedings, but that's happening as well. I mean, they, we know what they want there in Georgia as well. Uh, now, this, um, so the ongoing legal issues and other, the, all these other jurisdictions that are piling on right here. I mean, it's, I mean, it's just, it's going to be enough to tie him up. Uh, seriously, I, I, Hard to know and imagine how he's going to be able to campaign. And it'll also be interesting uh, to see his um, persona, how he's able to keep his psyche up. Uh, that's going to be a Herculean 
you know, uh, affair. I mean, uh, it's going to take every every uh, ability of his to try to stay, you know, for the game. I mean, anybody, anybody I know, I mean, including myself, I mean, with this sort of an uh, incoming, uh, you know, lawfare, I mean, it's, uh, it's about impossible to understand how you could keep your psyche up and how you could weather that storm. I mean, I, I know people say, but it's Trump, but he, at the end of the day, he's still a human being, friends. He's still a human being. And people forget that about him. They think that he's, you know, he is like, he, they think he's a Superman. And maybe he's performed on that level to a large degree to a lot of things that have happened. But the system and the establishment is layering on pretty well now. It is a total pylon collision. And they want to make damn well sure they get the job done right now. That is, I am convinced, the threat that this um, man is to the system. And so they're not uh, that all that uh, worried about. They realize they have to do it in broad daylight, which is what they're doing. And uh, But they're, they're using and manipulating the system to get it done. Some of this is probably going to stick. I, it's hard to imagine that, you know, that Trump's multiple attorneys on multiple fronts and multiple jurisdictions ah, are going to be able to play the perfect game. Now, if you follow baseball at all, to know that the perfect game, it's very rare, very, very hardly ever happens. You know? And, and this would require all of that on multiple levels, multiple fronts. It's a multi-level chess game, to be sure, but one that is almost unwinnable. I mean, it's... Uh, I, I just look at it every way. I, it's hard to imagine. I mean, obviously, they're going to take it one step at a time, clearly. And they're going to have eyes wide open and use the American justice system to try to uh, undo some of this and to, you know, tie some of it up in knots. But I, I, it's just hard to imagine that they're going to get their way with all the every judge and every, every uh, decision and every jury. It's just hard to imagine that's going to happen. In which case... That's why probably Trump has made these statements and he has made these statements, which shocked me, I guess, when he's made them a little bit that, you know, even if he's in jail, like, why would you even allude to that? Like, even if I'm in jail, there's nothing that prevents me from still running for president. I mean, that would be unbelievable. I mean, I'm really unbelievable, but this has all been unbelievable. I don't think anything would surprise me anymore. How about you? But isn't that probably, you know, I mean, I guess maybe the reason he has alluded to that is because he probably realizes internally that it is a very, very distinct possibility. Now, others have referenced with the fact that, well, you're not going to be able to put a uh, former president in actual jail. And then you have Secret Service protection for your life and you have all these other factors involved. So he's not going to be able to be in jail. Well, huh? It's kind of a moot point, I think, at the moment. I don't really know what that looks like. We're, we've never seen this before. I mean, maybe we should lock the Pope up as well and see what that looks like. You know, I don't know. But, you know, I, we don't know what this looks like. Never seen this before. I mean, to think, you know, I don't, does he wear a tie with an orange suit? Does that, how that works? And does he, what, rediscover himself? You know, it's not a typical case, obviously for the stature of a United States president. I mean, 
this isn't a simple case of Nixon where you tell him to leave office, you're gonna you know, or we'll impeach it. They've already tried that with Trump. They've tried to impeach the man a couple of times. It doesn't work. Back to that coat of armor he's had, you know, because they're all falsehoods and garbage. They continue to throw at them, obviously. That just makes you wonder, doesn't it? Doesn't it get you to shake your head a little bit? I mean, and, you know, a lot of the country's asleep. A lot of them pay attention to the media. They have no idea what we're talking about here. Or they believe he really is guilty of multiple things on multiple levels. They don't see it as a threat to the country. Again, it's, that won't happen to those people until it is too late. Until they hear the boots walking down the street in their neighborhood, as they say, you know, I often reference to you. And at that point, it, it is becomes, uh, it is too late at that point, you know. Uh, so the bulk of the hearing in uh, Chuckin's uh, courtroom here that just happened here uh, today as you hear the broadcast, uh, it's a massive volume of evidence. Um, and uh, we're talking 12.8 million pages or files, if you will, uh, from all these interviews, uh, all the various grand jury interviews, the National Archives are part of this thing. The uh, the January 6th Select Committee, she, they knew what they were doing, Pelosi. She knew what she was doing. You know, let's face it, that was a very purposeful exercise. She went through a lot of people thought it was a waste of time. It wasn't a waste of time for what she was doing. This was all idea of getting the special counsel in place and doing a multifaceted approach to take him down and out. And so all of that. And then they got his DMs from all of the social media. They got evidence from, you know, the his campaigns. They got evidence from all kinds of PACs and political organizations. And it's a massive trove of, uh, I don't know if it's treasure or not. I haven't seen it. So this has all just been handed over. This volume of evidence that the prosecutors have now handed over to uh, uh Trump's defense team now have got this. So they have to prepare for trial. Imagine if you, you were given, uh, you know, let alone 12,000 pages or files, but how about 12.8 million pages or files? You probably need the rest of your lifetime to prepare for that. <laughs> let alone, you know, January, March 24. I mean, you know, that's just within the year, the upcoming year. It's, you know, seven, eight, nine months away that we're talking about here. And to push that to March doesn't mean anything. I mean, January to March, you see what I mean? So obviously this judge has already shown her hand as far as I can see. And we know, and I already knew I could have predicted what was going to happen, but now we can clearly see. And she's going to walk this fine line of trying to jeopardize and, uh, you know, uh, make uh, Trump vulnerable as much as she can without, you know, Whatever. I mean, I think it's I think it's obvious to most everybody, but she's going to try to make it less obvious to those who are not really paying totally attention. And there are a lot of those people around the country, by the way, and they are voters as well. I know I see them. I hear them. And they, they really think he is uh, a nemesis to the whole thing and don't really understand what this this uh, pile on that's taken place here. That is happening. It, it, you know, the opening statement I read to you, it, it is so vital here. You know, the, 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 the takedown of Trump is no coincidence. 
that it correlates with the dismantling of the American Republic. That is an, it's a, not an arguable point. That is happening in real time. And that's what we're dealing with, friends. That is what we're dealing with. Well, this is, uh, this, this is really just the opening bell uh, for uh, this Trump uh, journey ahead here over the next year and a half. We are, uh, this all culminates with the uh, historical moment of time the country finds itself in. Uh, and uh, there's certainly a lot to happen here, but it doesn't look promising to me. I have to, in full confession to you, I'm an optimist. I, I hope you know that about me. I think you do. But I have to, in full disclosure, I've got to put it out there. I tell you, I, I, it does not look, uh, it does not look good to me at all. And I hate to say that publicly to you, but I, I have a hard time seeing how this is going to end well in any shape or form. I, I don't know. And it all is culminating at a very devastating time for our country economically with our uh, sovereignty, uh, our ability uh, in foreign policy uh, to maintain ourselves and our national security at every level. The financial ruins of the country that is almost guaranteed because of the political misfits in Washington. Um, the economic demise, we talked about it on the weekend on Viewpoint that is surely in front of us that people are going to suffer really bad. Um, this is a moment for our country, and I surely pray to God Almighty that uh, he can intervene in some capacity here. But I'm not so sure he's going to, friends. I, I don't know. I think this has become our Red Sea Noah's Ark moment in, uh, in, in this uh, historical moment of this generation. And a lot of it's the, probably the payback for the damage and the corrupt and the evil that has transpired in our nation uh, for some time now. It's built it up to the corruption and the level of deceit and evil that is uh, littered throughout society and surely throughout Americans' society, you know. Uh, AmericaOutloud.news is the place that we will be keeping you up to uh, speed on all of these going-ons uh, to the best of our ability uh, with our national and global writers and columnists, with our um, well-versed uh, political team and our team of healthcare engineers, scientists, medical doctors, military, intel. Uh, there's a lot happening. We also see reports of them, uh, serious reports now, because I didn't think this was going to happen. I was sort of really pushing it aside, but I'll be talking to uh, uh, Dr. McCullough, my uh, co-host on the Mark Loud Pulse, more about this, but uh, it looks like there's going to be a pile on too in the healthcare field uh, with more mandates of vaccines and masks. I, I just can't ever believe that's a conversation, truthfully. I And I don't do fear mongering, but it's, it's out in the light of day now as well. So a lot of these thinking where people thought that was going to culminate with the election and other things to happen, which is the only reason I bring it up right now. Please understand that. Okay. Not to be fearful or to ring the bell like anybody nervous, but there's enough evidence at this point that I'm seeing all over the place that that is potentially going to happen and be a real problem. And again, what is the makeup of all this? Why now? 
you know, none of this calls for this in our country right now. None of it, unless you're aligning things to do something further with our country. Hard to believe having these conversations with you. It's hard to believe that because I, you know, I'd like to sit and tell you these are all just conspiracy theories and I don't buy in any of this would be my preferred talking point, frankly. But I just, I, it's too overwhelming, the evidence, to be able to suggest otherwise. It, it would make me a fool and would make me of no value to you. Not to be uh, the honest and heartfelt uh, at the gravity of the moment that is going to require all hands on deck. It really is an all hands on deck moment for Americans. Democrats, Republicans, independents. We, we're not going to take the communists with us, but we're surely going to take the Democrats, Republicans, and independents forward. And I'm not talking about the extremists and the Marxists, of course. But it's going to be an all-hands-on-deck moment to bring all these people forward to uh, have a chance to weather the storm, to take on the uh, onslaught and the incoming even lawfare against our nation. And it's more than one man. You're exactly right. It's more than one person. But it is a test of time, isn't it? And there's a reason why it's all culminating together, I, I believe, you know. Well, visitors back at America Out Loud News, help us share the out loud truth, please, and get it out there. This is really so badly needed right now. Never has there been a more important time in our nation which is why I wanted to talk to you today more intimately, just you and I, and uh, didn't even have the team on today or really anyone. I just really want to have a conversation with you about the gravity of this moment, uh, frankly, and just have a heart-to-heart -heart with you so we can understand what's taking place. Remember also to check out AmericaOutloud.shop. Uh, it's a terrific place we put together with all the marvelous products we've been talking about over the past few years, but some really new stuff in there as well that will help you fight the long COVID and uh, the um, vaccine injury and this sort of thing. Cause we don't wish harm on anybody. We want everybody to do well and live a healthy, happy life, frankly. It's, it's got nothing to do with politics, people. It's got to do with uh, human decency. And, uh, and that's important. So we care about our fellow man. And there are a lot of great discounts in there that have been negotiated and a lot of great products. Best I can say, tune into some of the programming. Uh, it's not here, but on, first of all, America Out Loud Pulse, uh, multi several of the days you'll get great medical information and ideas and thoughts. Surely on the Wednesday broadcast I do with Dr. McCullough on talk radio. Of course, all goes to podcast naturally, you know. And uh, But also on Tuesdays with uh, Dr. Tankersley and uh, Dr. Jordan Vong as well and uh, Stuart Tankersley. They're great advice coming out of the air. Mondays, Marilyn Singleton there, you know. So you know, Harvey Reese on Fridays and the, the Breggins on Thursdays. You just have a hell of a lineup of great information and knowledge. So, uh, but that's one show that will give you a lot of uh, – knowledge base for your health the other one i just can't speak enough about is looking for healing radio a plays at 11 a.m eastern time in the mornings on uh on the talk radio network all the shows go to podcasts that's just a fabulous show uh with dr henry ely dr brian artist dr janice schmidt nicolette burnett uh this is a powerful broadcast and again a lot of great vibe and information in on that and we have a lot of other healthcare related, so like the Nurses Out Loud, 
they're out there helping people get better as well and, and do all of these kinds of things. So a lot here to check out and to be, and there's a whole lot more where this comes from as well on the network. So great shows and education and other things, but please help us get the word out there. And again, visit the shop, take advantage of the discounts. Use the, always the code out loud is the key when you get to these places. Okay. And get and arm yourself and then get the discount. Any questions, email us here at the network. Take a quick pause, my fellow Americans, and we'll join you just on the other side of the voice of a nation. The silent majority has spoken. We say, let the silent voices be heard. You can be the voice of change. Contact our producer at libertyatamericaoutloud.com. Libertyatamericaoutloud.com. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system becomes less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Well, the out loud truth was the rallying call that started it all. America Out Loud News was an idea, a movement, a place where folks would feel comfortable speaking the truth without being censored or canceled. The First Amendment is alive and well. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. 
with known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Well, welcome back into the Voice of the Nation. Malcolm Out Loud here. Malcolm at 8, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Hear the broadcast on America Out Loud Talk Radio. All of our shows go to podcast on the network, as all the shows do on the network, friends. So, and they're all available on all the podcast outlets. You can subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart. There's hundreds of them. Uh, so please find one that you're comfortable with and uh, connect up and get them. And of course, all the shows, uh, there's an original post back at uh, americaoutloud.news where you can go and get that. And you can listen right on our website at any time. So feel free to do that, whatever works for you. But be sure to get the latest here uh, with all the shows, okay? Um, well, listen, this uh, this conversation we're having today is, is, is just really designed as an intimate conversation between you and I is really what my goal was. And I'll, I'll say the same thing. And then I want to I want to dive into some important things here with you. So, OK, well, let me just also reference if you just joining me. My big concern and my big point today, my fellow Americans, is by the time the majority of the country figures out what is really truly going on here. It will be too late. It will be too late. We have got to get across and reach people, and we've got to wake people up to the truth. And that that just is the truth. But I think we all have to sense at this point that the takedown of Donald Trump is purely no coincidence right now. It is happening uh, at the same time the American Republic is being dismantled in every way, shape, and form, in any way you've experienced before, Every everything from the fentanyl overdose and uh, the uh, amount of deaths that are happening all over our country to the amount of migrants coming in that are overwhelming the cities and the homelessness and the, the terrible things that are happening in the great American cities that are no longer, um, to the economic disruption and ruin of our nation, to the bankrupting of trillions of dollars there, to the economic demise of families and middle-class people that are going to be decimated ahead here. I mean... There, the list is so massive in size and scope that it should all give one pause to understand the country is at great risk right now. It's just, uh, there's no other way to put it. This great American nation we love, you know what I mean? That we are bonded with, that we we adore our nation. I mean, we know, we know what's happening here. And um, we, uh, we see what's taking place, you know? Yeah. So let me talk to you here a minute here about uh, some of the arguments here. So what's happened here now is the judge, uh, and this is um, the judge in the uh, the J6 case, but the big one here, uh, that Jack Smith, the special counsel, the, the federal case, a uh, judge, Tanya Chutkin, uh, she's a, a Barack Obama appointee. Uh, she has given the prosecution basically what they wanted, um, January, March, what the hell difference does it make? Uh, to quote Hillary Clinton there a moment. Um, so not a hell of a lot there. 
but uh, clearly the uh, you know the the defense was not getting what they wanted, which was to push it later. I thought she might come in fairly late 2024. You know, the latest early 2025. I never expected her to do 2026. That was a pipe dream, obviously. And and I understand that fully. The, the, that, that was clear. That wasn't going to happen. And she reiterated that in her words. But then she went further and basically handed the, the prosecution what they wanted, handed the special counsel everything he wanted. Well, well of course she's going to. She's part of the apparatus. She's a, a Barack Obama appointee. What more can I say about that? What What would you expect? I mean, that's exactly it. So now the defense has 12.8 million pages or files they have to go through. They have from the grand jury interviews, the National Archives, the January 6th Select Committee evidence, the Trump campaigns, the PACs, the DMs of a social media, uh, you name it. And probably Melania Trump's underwear drawer is probably in that mix as well, frankly. Okay. Uh, But they basically got, uh, you know, what, uh, what, uh, you know, they, this has just all been handed to the defense from the prosecution. So, all right. All right. The Trump lawyer, uh, John Loro. Um, so let, let's talk about him a minute here. Uh, what Loro did, he said, um, after Chuckin made her ruling, he, he stood first of all to make an, ob- ob- uh, he objected to it clearly on the, on the record. He wanted to at least get something on the record. And this is basically to maybe have an appeal later on that sort of thing, which, probably is a long shot as well uh, for the date itself, because the judge has, uh, she has the room to maneuver here and do that. And unless there's some other superpower that can intervene this thing, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, she's going to have her way and this thing will start where it starts. unless Something else uh, takes place here. Um, but uh so the, the objection was put into place uh, to, that Trump's defense team will not be able to adequately represent their client, uh, Donald Trump, with that trial date. And Chuck noted the objection and moved on and just kind of pushed it away. And OK, whatever, man, have, you know, sure, 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 whatever. Just mocked it down and moved on. She didn't give a rat's ass, basically, because she didn't give a rat's ass. That's why she did it. I mean, clearly that was her motive. Her motive is to play to Jack Smith, is to play to the establishment, and it's to give, uh, you know, to get Trump out of there, to get him removed. Uh, they don't want him to be president. They don't want him to be anything. Now, maybe if he didn't throw his hand, I don't know. If he didn't get involved and say he was going to run for president again, many believed that none of this would have stopped. Nobody would have gone after him. And I'm not even sure that's the case, actually, because he's become such a thorn in their side that they just want to see him bleed. I'm not even sure that the presidency, I mean, that, that surely is reason enough. But had he not done that, there are people who believe they would have left well enough alone. Now, if that was really the case, I don't know what Trump's, uh, uh, you know, re- how resolute he is to this end or not. But it's a tall order for him to get back to 1600 Pennsylvania with this, all these incoming uh, attacks, uh, lawfare like we've never seen a human being have as much lawfare that this uh, singular man will have against him, uh, to be sure. Uh, now, uh, early on in the hearing uh, of this uh, chucking, of this uh, historic her- uh, hearing here, um, she said, while the special counsel's team proposal was 
too soon. The other one wasn't reasonable. So, and I quote his words, discovery in 2023 is not sitting in a warehouse with boxes of paper looking at every single paper. So that's what she, but that, but that's not even a true statement because you do have to look at every single baby because you don't know where they got buried where. You don't know what's going to sideswipe you. You do have to look at everything for discovery because especially in a case like this, because you don't know where all the bones are buried here. You don't know what Jack Smith and his uh, people are up to. So she's wrong. You do have to look at everything. She said, well, you don't have to look at every single paper, but that's not accurate. You don't know where they've got stuff or what's happening here. You do have to look at everything. She then said, this case is not going to trial in 2026. Well, I already told you, friends, that I understand that, and you probably do as well. And she pointed out that Trump's team has had time to prepare already. Uh, and the public has known about the existence of the grand jury investigating Trump since September 22. So she's trying to pull out as many reasons why that she's not giving them anything close to what they want and why she's giving them to the given what the prosecution wants is what she's doing. Uh, Laurel made it very clear. He said, there's no way he said it's going to happen. Uh, and uh, they were, of course, pushing for this April 26th trial, which was a little crazy here. Uh, she says, the uh, judge says it's far beyond what is necessary. Okay, if that's the case, at least give something uh, reasonable. Meet them halfway. So take the uh, j the January 24 and take the uh, later on in 26 and look at the middle ground and give that. So, you know, Whatever the end of 24, early 25, get a middle ground there somewhere, divide it up. That would have been fear, but that's not what she wants, because none of this is going to be fear, you know. Now, the this all raises the likelihood that um, uh, the very, very severe likelihood, like it's going to happen. Uh, Trump will be spending a lot of time in these uh, proceedings everywhere. Uh, a good part of his time is going to be tied up, and it's not going to be on the campaign. Not only that, but the mental uh, fortitude he's going to need uh, to be able to be up on his game is going to be pretty serious. I mean, his life is uh, hanging here by a thread. Um, he's got to know that. I mean, he definitely knows that. He's he's hanging by a thread. Um, he, but, but he's, you know, beside this, you're going to have multi-cases going, because not everybody's going to push off until after the election. You've got he's slated to face jurors in New York uh, in March. Uh, he's got uh, we'll see what happens there uh, on all that business stuff there. He's scheduled to stand trial in South Florida, of course. That's supposed to be in May on the classified document things, the Mar-a-Lago, all of that. You've got Georgia that's percolating up. you got all that happening. Plus, he's got civil cases. I'm not making this stuff up, people, when I tell you that I don't know how any one singular human being it just, I don't, it doesn't exist. Who could take this sort of thing and not want to commit Harry Carey? I mean, you got to be a special person to take this on. And no matter what we think, whoever, whether we like or what it's, it's got nothing to do with nothing. It's got everything to do with the fact that if you understand the evidence and you look at what's taking place here, you have to understand that uh, this is off the charts. And this is why his road back to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue is a, is a long, long, long shot. It's a real long shot.
one of the footnote here, Chuck, in, um, uh, by the way, while all this was happening, just before they had the uh, hearing, she spoke to the New York State judge, by the way, who's presiding over the, uh, the, 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 the business and money case there, uh, there and, and the, that trial in New York, and uh, which, again, was uh, is now going to be rescheduled for March 25th to accommodate the federal trial. And they've agreed to do that. So they're given precedence to this um, federal case with Jack Smith. It's the same thing that's going to happen. George is going to have to do the same thing. And and they will. This whole racketeering uh, case uh, with uh, Fanny Fanny Willis there. Um, that's going to be it, it, her uh, pipe dream of March. Um, which, by the way, it, coincidentally, that's the same day that was chosen for Chuck and for the federal election trial. So she took that same day that uh, Fonny Willis wanted. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that was uh, entirely intentional or not to show her who, who. Uh, I mean, you know, there are a lot of egos that play in here too. So that, that could very well be. Uh, and uh, Lauro says the attorney says enormous, overwhelming task. And he said, I can't underscore the degree uh, to which our team intends to inject uh, uh, that we need to uh, inject common sense, basically, into all of this 12.8 million files and study all the papers, even though the judge pushes it off as nothing. But that's not going to be the case. Uh, and uh, uh, let me see. There was another point here. Uh, uh, Loro noted that he plans to file a motion arguing that's it, that the Justice Department is selectively prosecuting Trump. This is an important one because he is a political opponent of President Joe Biden. Uh, in the motion, Loro indicated will invoke the president and his son, Hunter Biden. Remember, that's all going on the side here as well. And Jim Jordan has already said he wants to have a uh, he's investigating that and they want a, a hearing on that. But again, you've got a lot of politics at play here that are going to play to what it is. Um, Chuck and uh, the judge uh, sympathized, uh, for whatever that's worth, with the burden of the defense team uh, to prepare for trial, but uh, said that uh, here's another caveat she threw at them, and you'll chuckle at this that she uh, has never seen the government take such extraordinary lengths to assemble, curate the evidence in this particular case. So in other words, they've done a marvelous job of putting all the evidence together to uh, sack uh, Donald Trump. Now, the other thing is Laurel started to get a little hot and bothered a bit here. And uh, she a couple of times told him to take the temperature down. You can just so now you're visual. You got a good visual of what I'm telling you. Uh, he started to raise his voice a bit and uh, he's complaining about the outrage to justice. Clearly, I mean, that was his position to do so. But uh, she said, take the temperature down. And, she, and uh, Chuck can agree that the special counsel's timeline was too rapid. But I propose a date far closer to Smith's preference than Trump's. So there you go. Can't make this stuff up, my fellow Americans at all. All right, so let's get to the crux of what 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 do we what's the bottom line here? So bottom line is this. Bottom line is that uh something else is gonna give as this campaign goes. This is the reason why a lot of these plays you were looking at the GOP debate, why they are 
figuring that Trump is probably going to be uh, derailed, uh, side railed, thrown off the track, not being able to be out of the campaign and the potential of him, him being um, taken out uh, legally, if not some other means, uh, is very real. And even though they see his numbers are far uh, are greater than any other candidate or all of them combined for that matter, uh, they're still playing the odds. So that's the conclusion I want you to understand. They're playing the odds that Trump is not going to make it. And the system and the establishment is playing the odds as well. That's the reason there is an incredible pylon that we are seeing right now, my friends. That's why uh, all, you know, th they can't take a chance at this point that Trump, uh, it's like a Houdini act that he escapes, uh, you know, that far below the water while he's tied into handcuffs and tied with rope on top of the handcuffs and the water comes into the tank and he's, you know, trying to breathe and he's looks like he's not going to make it. They can't take the chance of that. They need to make damn sure that he drowns in that tank before they can get him the hell out of there and take the handcuffs and the rope off. They don't need any more Houdini acts. This is a man they've seen escape through a campaign in four years of presidential politics with an onslaught of missiles coming into his administration that has never been seen before in the history of our nation. He is the most attacked individual there ever was, that administration was. In spite of all that, they were able to accomplish some pretty interesting things for the American people. But they also irritated the establishment to the point that they were undoing a lot of the uh, things that were in play already uh, that were in process of taking America down a few pegs. That's really what's happening here. That's the crux of this whole story. There's there's not a single doubt in my mind. Now, I'm telling you, please understand, and I hope you can feel me here. I There's no doubt in my mind what I'm, I don't, there's no room here that I'm thinking maybe not. This, I'm telling you exactly what's happening. This is exactly what's transpiring right now. There's no doubt. Not a single one, friends. There's no doubt. The, uh, the evidence is overwhelming. It's overwhelming. It is a complete out um, uh, plan of attack. It's a conspiracy. It's a plan of attack. It's a multi-prong uh, effort to ensure that this Houdini does not escape the sinking chest. They want to make sure that he drowns with the handcuffs and the rope. And that is the end of that. That is absolutely what is transpiring here. No doubt, man. And it puts us in a very difficult situation. Because when you look at the other cast of characters, some very good people there, some very interesting people, not all of them. There's some real, uh, you know, jackasses in the group as well, frankly. And you already know who they are. But, uh, but I mean, we all know none of them. Do, I mean, do you think any one of those people, I mean, could have the take this coming, incoming lawfare, this incoming onslaught of attacks it does not exist people you know there's none of them that could take this that why they the, first of all they wouldn't sacrifice themselves in such a way as trump has done they wouldn't do it 
They wouldn't do it. Nobody would do this. You have to be really, I mean, think about this a minute, please. You have to really give a shit about your country. You have to really put the country first. You have to really passionately, I mean, you got to really care to put your complete ass on the line. There is no other way to it. It does not exist. There's nobody I can think of within that line of players, any of them, or any of them that exist in Washington, D.C., that wouldn't put themselves first. Now, a lot of people accuse Trump of that, putting himself first. But frankly, I haven't seen it with all of this because I don't think he'd be stretching to this far now. And that should prove all of those naysayers wrong. Yeah, he has an ego, but who doesn't in this particular capacity of any of these cats? But there's no way he would put himself this far out there and put himself at risk as a father, as a grandfather, as a friend, as a human being. There's no way. There's no way. He could have become just a uh, senior statesman for the uh, MAGA movement or the GOP or the whatever. He could have done all of that and stayed out of this, but he didn't. I'm glad you're on the journey here. We're going to need some help to get all of this out there. Uh, We're going to fight hard. Uh, We see this as a real moment of our, uh, of importance of our, for our salvation of our country, our nation, but also of our families and our lives and our personals being as at stake here in our country. Thank you for joining me on the mission here. It's time to get involved and get loud, America. America.